Hey folks, just wanted to let you know that this episode contains a reference to a character deadnaming Luna. This doesn't actually happen, but it is referenced so if that may be a trigger for you. Please feel free to skip the last couple seconds of this episode. Wizards and witches, warlocks and liches, welcome back to Downcast Don't Tell, the all-LGBT kids on brooms game. It serves as the first arc of the Bone Rollers podcast, where, I don't know, it's fuck JK Rowling again. I'm tired of thinking about her. Where art is magical, fuck you, Therese Nielsen. Okay, next one. No turfs on green turf. On girl turf, sorry. I'm I'm making magic references here. The gathering. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that kind of nerd. There's an artist who is a turf, and I think that a lot of people who don't like her because she no longer works with where so because a lot of people who don't like her end up if they use cards because some of the cards only she has done art of and it hasn't been reprinted, so they either block it out or put a sticky note or something that says like. No turf on girl turf. Girl is red, white, and blue. And she, I believe she is a land that does all those three colors. Anyway, fuck Therese Nielsen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am, however, in fact, GM slash Bone Daddy. You can call me Elliot because that's my name. I use he, him, and they, them pronouns. And you can find me on Twitter at Podcaster Elliot. I am joined today, as always, by Jordan. Hi. If you don't know me by now, it's a weird place to start, but I use she and they pronouns. You can heckle me on Twitter at CuttlefishTweet. I'll be playing Nymphiacea Poshly, the Nia. If you have anything nice to say, you can send it to Fabby underscore Garza. <laughs> Dork. <laughs> Fabby. Hi, I'm Fabi Garza. You can find me on Twitter at Fabi underscore Garza. You can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Bear, where I have a new PNG uh, tuber I've been playing around with. And I usually do randomizers for Pokemon. And you can also catch me on my wife's Twitch, twitch.tv slash... No, you're... Good night, everyone. This was a good podcast. We had a good run. Twitch.tv slash DarkLadyMarie, where we play card games together and just hang out there. Yeah. And also, I'm on podcast, but if you know them by now, if you're in this episode, so it's good. <laughs> Fucking, I think I'll start with episode 10. Yeah. So that was like, oh, what I should tell Oh, new podcast that I haven't talked about. I'm in Demon Love and Hellfire, which is a podcast from the Magpies Network. I believe that's what they're called. No, Project Blue Jay. I believe that's actually, I can't remember their name, but you can find Clever it. Clever Corvid. Clever Corvid. There we go. One of those birds. You can find that if you get to Clever Corvids. And yeah. Demon Love and Hellfire is one of my favorite podcasts to do. It feels very different to a lot of stuff that I do. It feels less, like, so funny, but it feels less, like, silly. I don't want to say more mature, because that's just, I don't like that idea. But, like, we talk about themes about religion 
and gods and demons. And like my character is in a relationship with a T4T couple and she's trans and they deal with shit. She's also a demon. So yeah, you should go listen to that podcast. Speaking of demons, I'm also joined by Nikki. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> you know what it means. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I'm Nikki. He, him pronouns. I play Raleigh Redcap, the best goblin in the entire world. You can find me on Twitter at Anxious Meat Suit, where I'd send a lot of weird tweets about possums. I'm not weird. You're weird. And if you find me anywhere else, I'd be shocked and surprised. So, yeah, apparently I'm a demon now. So we will cut into this episode immediately where we left off in our last one. Had Mistress Lake had just told you to get back to your dorm rooms. The school is going on lockdown because you are currently about 47 hours from the invasion of the shadow creatures who took Tracon and demanded that he be exchanged for Ludriel Deladriel, a.k.a. Kevin, the crown prince of the Dark Kingdom of New Jersey. Raleigh raises his hand. Yes, Raleigh. Ma'am, I wanted to ask, are we just going to hunker down and then we're just going to, what about Dracon? And what are these shadow things? I feel like there are a lot of questions not being answered. We discussed if Dracon is being used as a bartering chip, then he's not in any danger. We will keep Ludriel safe and the rest of you safe as well. And once these creatures attempt to invade my school, we will drive them back and retrieve Tracon from their clutches. Unless you know of a way that we can access their realm. Do we? Like other character, do we know of a way? The only time you all have been able to was through the shadow portal that was opened up outside of Tracon's room, but is mm -hmm. no longer there. Yeah, I would say that. I'd be like, we entered and then got pushed away from a shell portal in Tracon's room, but it's not there anymore. But maybe it'll be easier. The way magic works sometimes, it'll be easier to establish that connection from the Tracon's room. It might even start from there. I don't know. Something to keep in mind. I think that's a good plan. I think it's just that if it's happened there before, it can happen again. I will set to make sure that the barrier around the skull is still in position. We'll convene with the rest of the staff and rest assured we'll do our best to make sure that all of you, as well as Tracon, stay safe for the remainder of your schooling here. I do have to ask, because I know how the three of you tend to operate, that you do follow my directives and return to your dorm rooms and not try to take things into your own hands today. Of course. But like, what if... I grab Mia by the hand and pull her out. Never mind. Thank you, headmistress. Thanks, like... Well, I like... I guess maybe blush or like... She's embarrassed, not blushes and... Oh, she's... No, she's embarrassed. Come on, Mia. And holds Nia's <laughs> hand and pulls her away from the office. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, she'll, she'll go with. Oh, totally gonna go to my room. Gonna go straight there. We're going straight right. to his room. To our rooms. And <laughs> Raleigh just closes the door behind him. Then immediately looks at him. It's like, just mouthing. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, so what's the game plan? This might sound weird coming from me, but I think we should go to the library. The what? Okay. Yeah, library. I don't know where that is. I'll take you. I been there it's i had to do some research for the potions i take yes let's go to the library come she seems like worried but it's like library's good come on okay okay i'm sorry yeah. i'm pulling you around she like no. let's go out of your hand no it's fine and just want to get away from here 
Okay, grabs your hand again and pulls you again. So the three of you are off to the library, which I'm assuming only Luna knows where it is. Unless Raleigh might know. What's his sort of history with the library, if anything? Raleigh goes on occasion. I think this is the first time he's actually had access to a bunch of like magical books. But he just, he doesn't go so often. He'll just check out a bunch of them and probably has a stack in his room. He doesn't always read them all, but he's, he's been there. He's just not like a super book nerd, I guess. That makes sense. Like Luna, apparently. I think as you all walk in, it's one of those things, like you walk through a wooden door into what should be a small room based off of just like the general layout of the building the school building but as you walk in it's much larger than it looks like it should be if this were a certain british sci-fi show someone would have to say that it's larger on the inside not familiar yeah i think you can imagine what this looks like there's a big vaulted ceiling above a lot of book nooks with chairs and tables and stuff and just so many like an impossibly large number of books and there is like the little circular desk in the middle of the entryway working that desk is a satyr by the name of Libra Re. They use they, them pronouns, and you would, Luna would probably know them better than the rest of you. There's also like the sort of like the library ladders that are on like wheels or whatever. They like move on their own to wherever people need them to go. Uh, I say hi to Libra. I'm like, hey, we're just going to hit some books. I think they just nod and look like they wear the little, like, half-moon glasses. And they look over the top of them and just say, no friends in here with you today, Luna. Yeah, they're, I think, she's still holding Nia's hand, right? Mm-hmm. She, like, racing, yeah, this is Nia, my girlfriend, and this is my very Close friend, Raleigh. Hey. Hi. It's always nice to see someone introduce their friends to the, well, pardon the pun, magic of books. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We're just a couple things we wanted to check in. Me, always trying to get more information about, and she like gestures out of her. Oh, you know the deal. Hit yourself to one of the ladders. Think real hard about where you need to go, and they'll do the rest. And thank you. make sure to hang on tight. Yep, we will. And they turn their attention to some work that they're doing and allow you all to wander about to where you need to go. Is that really just it? Just like looking over at the ladders over there. Yeah, but make sure we're all holding on to it. So try to keep your ring empty when you grab it. So it doesn't go off without us. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll go first. I get on the ladder, not thinking, trying to keep my brain completely empty and go get like high enough that both of them could get in there. Yeah. I don't think there's going to be a role necessary here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I do love the idea of Luna trying to just go full head empty mm-hmm. as she climbs on this ladder. You're going bimbo mode. Yeah, Nia <laughs> just gets on the ladder and it's just a natural effort. Yeah, Nia definitely doesn't have to roll here. Easy. I think Raleigh might have to roll. <laughs> but... Okay, so Raleigh, I'm going to have you make a... It's got to be a brains roll, right? Yeah. Definitely. Let's have you make a brains roll. Let's call it a difficulty of seven. Oh, boy. Because in thinking about trying not to think, you're inherently thinking about something. Yep. That's that's not good. Yeah, I'm just going to bite the bullet on that one. I don't have enough adversity, even if... (laughs) 
books on orcs. <laughs> okay, so as soon as Raleigh's little goblin hand makes contact with this ladder, the three of you feel it just shoot off down the library row. It takes several very quick turns, and before you can like really even realize what part of the library you're in, find yourself in front of a very specific subsection. Not just about works as you might expect, but specifically this section is about workish religious practices, specifically in reference to like death and burials and afterlife feelings. I think Raleigh just sees the books and just closes his eyes and he's like, sorry. No, it's fine. Do you want to, should we go on different ladders and split up or? I'll get off y'all. I need a little bit to clear my head. Okay. Uh, we can just, you can message us and she like shakes her phone. And if we need to meet up, we can just like hop on a ladder and say, take me to Raleigh. Does, is that how it works? It, it's weird. Maybe. I'm not hundred yeah. percent sure. I think so. I only yeah. ever do books. Yeah, I don't think they have books about me here. Might take do us to some goblin books. Do they have books about me? N no. Right. Yeah. What if they have like record books though? They wouldn't have record books here. They would keep uh, those in a private place, probably. Okay, fine. That's fair. Okay, we need... Yeah, okay. And then, like, just gonna take a step onto the ladder. So we need to, like, head onto the big darkness and whatever. Inverted world, big hands, shadow yeah. hands. Nia, are you the one attempting to lead this brain journey? Are you thinking or are you just talking? Those are the same <laughs> thing to her. Okay, then. <laughs> I love that so much. Okay, go ahead and make a brains roll for me, Nia. Let's call it another difficulty of seven to try to get to where you want to go. I have a D4. <laughs> That's also a one. Oh, my God. These I kids are going through some stuff. <laughs> what was the difficulty in this? Seven. <laughs> Yeah, let me check. I don't think I have enough. No, please don't. You don't want to spend six points of adversity. For uh -huh. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it wouldn't be six, right? To go from one to seven? Oh, yeah. I thought it was like, anyways. Yeah, no, it would be. I only have the one, so no. <laughs> All right. What's Nia's deep, dark fear that gets revealed to Luna in this instance? Oh, sh shit. Okay. So there are. I guess two fears. One is any bug larger than a fist. Two is the idea of absolute social darkness. I guess the idea of being trapped, isolated, and abandoned. Yeah, I think it's much more interesting if the section you find yourselves in is about like loneliness and abandonment just like a dark dusty webbed whole hallway <laughs> specifically titles like how to deal with loneliness type of stuff so you're alone for the rest of your life and like really grim and on the nose titles like that <laughs> uh i think luna immediately hugs nia like real tied close to her breaks the hug and looks at you yeah you're sure that it's weird babe yeah are you doing all right he makes a face at you <laughs> and sighs and let's go it's not we don't have time for this and i agree she doesn't have a smile or anything on her face and gets on the ladder and the moment Nia grabs the ladder, she's gonna be thinking about portals and shadow dimensions and how to reopen portals and see what where she goes here. Before we get to that, I want to give Raleigh a little bit of time here to 
Raleigh, what are you doing after your friend Zuma on their ladder journey as you're left in this section about like orc death practices? I think there's like a few like minutes where Raleigh's just trying to calm himself down because just everything that's happening, he doesn't like the response that the headmistress gave him. He doesn't like where Tracon is and he doesn't like feeling essentially so helpless. So eventually after trying to calm himself down, he ends up walking out of that area of the library and I think to the nearest ladder. And is there a part of the library that's typically not accessible for students or they're not supposed to go? Like a section that may or may not be forbidden? Essentially, yes. Stuff where like magic that's probably typically above their pay grade, for lack of a better term. I think there's one... I'm not sure if there's one that's no students are allowed here, but I think there's one where it's you need express written permission from like a faculty member, somebody like mentoring you to allow you in. So my question is, if I assume the ladder wouldn't normally take you there, right? It would take you to like the entrance to it, but I think like the ladder would get up to the chain that blocks it off and then just stop. Okay. Raleigh wants to go to the nearest ladder and then use a charm to force the ladder to take him there and go past. All right. I'm assuming this is going to be an instantaneous effect. Yep. Is this something that Raleigh's done much of before? I assume since this is a like a charmed ladder, I don't think he's ever quite overridden like a charm like this. So I would say no. All right. We're going to call this a charm magic roll. This isn't going to be easy. I'm going to say it's a difficulty of 12. Oh, come on. You can do this, Raleigh. I believe in you. Please don't fail. 20. Holy crap. <laughs> That's before your D4. Do you want to hit the D4 just to see? Yeah, I guess we can see how, uh, 22. All right. So yeah, Raleigh, I guess give me, uh, this isn't a comic book, so don't give me panels, but what's this look like as you grab hold of this ladder and go zooming off into the restricted section? So I think what Raleigh does is that uh, he does the thing where he touches the brim of his hat, but he doesn't do the finger guns. You just see like the tinge of like red smoke, like catch onto his hands. And when he grabs the ladder, that smoke like basically starts wrapping around like uh, one half and then envelops the rest and the ladder gets caught like of a red tinge. It says, well, no going back now. And then the ladder just probably in a very, I would say, jerky sort of manner because it's him overriding normal magic that's assumed been in this ladder for a long time. Like someone like driving for the first time, like it just zooms past, tilts like weirdly and then attempts to go through that section of the library, assuming nothing stops him. I think rather than the ladder going into this section, the ladder comes to such an abrupt halt that Raleigh essentially gets thrown off of the ladder and into the section. There is a shimmer of protective magic that we would have seen outside of the school before, but Raleigh just passes through it. I mean, essentially like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> but you do essentially hit the ground inside of the restricted area of the library and what's Raleigh searching off for or rather what's Raleigh setting off in search of I think Raleigh is going to look for I don't think he knows enough about like teleportation magic and stuff like that that's definitely Luna's wheelhouse but I think he's regardless is expecting a fight of some sort so he's gonna look for basically like advanced offensive magic we will get back to that i want to cut back over to luna and nia 
So, Luna, remind me where it was that you uh, were attempting to set off for? I think what she's thinking right now is a way to reopen a portal that has been closed from the other side. And maybe thinking shadow stuff, but not really. I think she's focusing on, okay, we know where a portal was. Is there a way to reopen a portal someone else made? Go ahead and hit me with a brains roll. Since you have a fairly specific grasp on what you want, I'm going to lower the difficulty a little bit, and we're going to call this just a difficulty of six. Okay. Let's do this. My brains is a D10, so uh, that's a three. All uh, right. Yeah. Before I go on, does anybody have any adversity they would like to spend here? I can only use one, so I would, we would need... Uh, Nia would need to put two here, so... Do we want to put that much in for that? I'm I'm okay waiting and figuring something else out. I will say with the three, you all will get, like, partially what you the want. The beginnings, probably. Yeah. I'll save up. <laughs> okay. Because scared. <laughs> I think the section you all find yourselves in is a section... Not specifically about teleporting to different worlds or different planes or even opening portals specifically, but you find yourselves in a surprisingly large section that I think Luna probably didn't know existed until now. And it is all about the different planes and like research into different worlds and what different worlds are out there. And I think it's a mix of well-respected encyclopedia type books, as well as essentially published journals of explorers and people that like went off investigating things that they probably shouldn't have. So let's see, it's one of these here? Yeah, it's, we need to look, but yeah. And she's just gonna pull out her sword and say, what if we don't, you can just magic look? No, Nia, you can't just magic your way out of every problem. That usually creates more problems. But like, we it takes time. a long We have time right now. We can just go through these books. What if it honestly does take, I don't know how many hours, but if, what if... If we don't find anything in a couple of hours, then you can do that. But I want us to be safe with this, okay? This is important. We need... Please, let's at least look for three hours. And then afterwards, if we haven't found anything, I promise I'll let you do your spell. That's a really long time, but okay. It's only three hours. Thank you. It's going to be okay. Yeah, you're right. Okay, we'll do it that way. Thank you. And she grabs two books, gives one to Nia and one to herself and starts reading. So you all settle in for three hours or essentially a three hour maximum. I'm going to once again be a little bit off book with this. You all do have a fair chunk of time. There's nothing particularly like pressing in on you, so I'm gonna have you make me a combined brain stroll. I'm not setting a target, but the higher you roll, the more information you get. Before either of you roll, though, I want you to tell me, like, where you're focusing your research, if that makes sense. I think Luna's being kind of stubborn. Like, she's going through these, but she's, like... Not, she's good at reading, so she's like going and very quickly going through everything and be like, does anything here say portals? Does anything here say shadow realm? Does anything here? Is anything useful? And she's not going through every word, but she's, okay, next page. Okay, next page. Okay. Next page. And like at points being like, depending on the books being like, I'm just going to go over the section. And if the section is anywhere near what we want, then she goes word by word. All right. So essentially just control F. Yeah, that's what she's doing. Okay. Oh, and then do you want us to go or do you want her to roll? 
Yeah, go ahead and tell me what Nia is focusing on, and then we'll do a combined roll. It is a very similar process of going through the tables of contents or indices or whatever else is around. And if nothing is available, she'll just gently set the book aside. And if there is the chance of something that might be useful, she's going to let Luna try to read it. There are some points where she's finding some parts to be cryptic and trying to figure out herself. She is literate. She totally can read, but there is some honest, deep discomfort from the process of reading it, just constantly losing place or constantly losing patience or feeling overwhelmed by the rather academic language, or if not academic, rather outdated language that is almost like as if somebody has accessed print media that's digital their whole life and now has to read cursive. Yeah, it's essentially trying to read, I don't know, Beowulf or something. Some of it's just, this is English, sure, but a lot of these words don't exist anymore. Yeah, if you like read the script of Shakespeare and all of it was in cursive. That's going to be a hard time. Okay, both of you roll me a brains roll. Let's see how much information you can get. Okay. (sighs) That's a two. All right. As the two of you work together and cross-reference from one book to the next, and we get a couple of, actually, I'm going to ask you all to give me, because I want to see what sort of scenes you all think are in this, like, study montage of our two girls here. I think at one point... Luna definitely, like, starts late. It doesn't even say anything at one point. I think she just, like, re- reading and an exhaustion grabs the next book and puts her head in Mia's lap while she's reading. Doesn't realize that until after a while. And then she's too embarrassed to move, so she's just there now. I think Nia pulls Luna's head back. And then other times there's just this visible frustration, like a furrowed brow and the feet currently kicked up on the shelves and stuff like that. She's like just almost upside down, just like needing something to stay somewhat stimulated with this. And then there's some points of just her like on the floor, just exhausted, like full snow angel position, just staring up. Oh God, I can't do this. So what you all find out is that this shadow, I can't believe I'm going to say this sentence. Oh no. This shadow realm that you all visited definitely isn't New Jersey. I don't think it's got like an official name that you can find. It's not somewhere that's very frequently been traveled to. It's generally a place that people have been, I think it's referred to in most of the literature you find. It's referred to as being absorbed into this area it is essentially an inverse sort of mirror dimension where these shadow creatures work in essentially their own sort of like messed up like moral code of what they think is equal. So it's very similar to the fake concept of making deals and trades and stuff like that, but very much like an eye for an eye type of thing. So like their idea of taking Tracon from what you're reading would be they took something that is valuable that they deemed as valuable to you in order to get something that would be valuable to them. So you're not really able to find out, like, why they would want Kevin, but you know that if they took Tracon and that he's important to Raleigh, this means that Whatever they're planning, Kevin is very important to them. And at that, I want to switch back over to Raleigh because 
It's been a little while that you've been able to research on your own. You said you were looking for, like, offensive combat magic, essentially? Yeah, like, ad ad like advanced combat magic. Like, the stuff that they probably don't teach, like, in his grade of Defense Against the Dark Arts. It's probably if someone's very promising, the teacher's like, all right, let's pull this book out. We think you get to pull this off, sort of thing. Go ahead and make me a fight roll. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm going to say fight magic because you're looking into magic. I'm not sure if this is really how this system is designed to work, but that's how I'm running it. Yeah. Let's make a fight magic roll. Let's call it a difficulty of eight. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm close. Have you been... Gaining them uh, adversity tokens. Oh, and that's eight. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Perfect. Barely, but I'll take it. All right. So what I want you to do is tell me either the name of a book that Raleigh finds or, like, what type of spell he finds. And the next time that you're using, like, combative magic, I'm going, actually, write it down somewhere. I'm going to give you four free adversity that you can use specifically for combat magic. And I uh, describe the book that he finds, at least the cover of it. Yeah, either the book or tell me about the spells that he would find. Either one. I think it's, you just see this black level, leather bound book, definitely very old. And when the light hits it just right, like a bunch of these interwoven like spell circles that kind of glimmer red. And then in like a very like hard to read, like archaic script battle hexes. And he just pockets the book and I uh, know, can he take the book or is he leaving it there? Just giving it a quick read. If you want to take the book, that would be a separate role that you'd have to make. You know what? I think he Raleigh's already pushing his luck. So <laughs> I think he'll just read through it as quickly as possible, memorize whatever he can, and then put the book back and uh, try to leave undetected if possible. Go ahead and. As you're trying to sneak out, I'm going to need you to make me a flight roll. Let's call it a difficulty of six. Raleigh's supposed to be good at this. That's a nine. All right. Raleigh is able to make his sneaky way out. Duck underneath the chain blocking this section off. I Actually, before I go... That far is Raleigh just like heading out. Was there anything else you wanted to look at back here, or is he going back into the regular section? He's going to just like the very obvious, like tippy toe walk out of the forbidden section. And then once he's like in like clear sight, just going to casually walk around and see if he can find Nia and Luna. All right. So we will cut back over to Nia and Luna. So you all have found out about these shadow creatures, a little bit about their realm. What are you all doing now? I think I'm like, okay, we should, we should get Raleigh first, but I think I have an idea. Yeah. <sighs> and I text Raleigh of, hey. I think I found something. I think you hear like a buzzing sound and then like Raleigh goes, oh, what'd you find? And he's behind you. Oh, hey. So I think that Trigon's going to be safe because they want Kevin. So we should be near Kevin. We should probably stay in his room and be around him because when they come, they're going to try to go for Kevin first, and that's where we can do this. Classic sleepover. All right. Got it. Is that okay? She turns to Nia. Nia's head is, like, visibly, like, inside the bookshelf with a book over her head as she's just given up right now. Yeah, I, 
We can do that. If you want to try now with the magic, you can, or we can just stick to this. I'll leave it up to you. I'm not going to be mad either way. She pulls out her sword and just mumbles, I want to take me to where I can make portals. <laughs> and I think that's when she's going to attempt the magic there. Of just having a, instead of taking the ladder to like take her to wherever she needs to go in this case, she's like just taking out her sword and just like saying, and just attempting to just conjure the book towards her. So she's looking for a book that'll teach her how to make the portal, though. She's not trying to yeah. make the portal. Yeah, to basically reopen a previous portal. Okay, so go ahead and make me... I'm going to call this a brain's magic roll. Difficulty okay. of seven. Okay, I think I can do that. That's seven. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, it takes a bit near you, like, wander down a couple of wrong aisles and then have to wrap back around. But eventually you find your way to a book that is very on brand of what you're looking for. It is specifically about reopening portals. Essentially, if a portal has been opened between sort of two different realities or two different dimensions, the area where it was is going to be easier to get through. The way it describes it is essentially like a piece of wood between the two worlds. And like you can break the wood and put it back together with glue, but it's still easier to break the wood where it was previously broken. So if you were to make a, or attempt to make a portal to the Shadow Realm, doing so just outside of Trachon's room is going to be easier of a place to do that. All right. Then after like she scans for that information, she's like, there's like a deep sigh. She's like, okay, that's something. And then she'll just drop the book on the floor gently, just has, just totally forgets like where it was originally on the shelf. And this tries to make her way back to the group. Yeah, I don't think you'd have any problem finding mm. Raleigh and Luna again. All right. And then she'll look over at the others like, okay. All right. Sleep over time. Yeah, let's go do that. Perfect. She gives Nia a big hug. I'm sorry if I'm difficult and if I'm stubborn, but you are important to me. You both are. And... I want to make sure we do things right. This time, I am so scared with my uncle and everything and now these creatures. I want to do this the best way that we can, if that makes sense. Yeah, I get that. Just... No, you're right. You're right. Don't worry about it. When he comes by... I don't know, do you think like those weird shadow gears might want him instead? My uncle? Yeah, just hoping. Yeah, I hope so. Hey, can I kiss you? Of course. And she kisses her. All right, wonderful. And then she'll look oh. over at Raleigh after the kisses. Okay, yeah, sleep over time. Yeah, let's go find Kevin. All right, so you all head off to Kevin's room? Mm -hmm. Yep. Raleigh, I'm assuming you lead the way since you're the most familiar with where it is that put some implications out there that I didn't mean. But uh, <laughs> since you've been there more times than others, that's not much better. Since you previously knew where Kevin's room was. <laughs> uh, if you didn't actually know, Raleigh is a uh, Kevin's sleep paralysis demon. Raleigh, as you are approaching, you notice that the door is left slightly ajar. I think that's all you can really tell from the outside. Raleigh puts up a finger to uh, Nia and Luna behind him, and he sneakily, like, tiptoes up to the door and tries to peek through the crack or to see if he can hear anything on the other side. Notably, the room is completely silent, and you don't see anything through the crack in the door. Raleigh just goes ahead and opens the door wide. I'm actually going to have you make another brain roll here. Let's call it a difficulty of four, though. 
this isn't hard to figure out. Oh no. I will use two adversity to bring it up to a four. All right. So Raleigh, as you look around, you notice that a fair amount of the stuff that was in here when you all were here just a few hours earlier is no longer here. But like not a lot. It seems as if someone had packed up hurriedly and was trying to travel light and left. And notably, the map that was on Kevin's desk is one of the things that was taken. Damn it. Ugh. He ditched. Did we scare him off? I mean, maybe. Maybe he's just, like, scared, scared that he's going to get traded off or something, but... Okay. You talked about an underground before? I think I still remember parts of the map. Okay, y'all. Do you want to check if there's another ground? I guess that's that kind of day. Just to make sure there was like a, a few hidden passages and then there was something in the, uh, was the garden or whatever, the maze garden. There were hidden underground passages and the star in the hedge maze was where Kevin woke up in this world. Or at least to his recollection. Raleigh conjures a like an image of memory from that map again. It's probably a little bit hazier because it's been a while since he looked at it. It's like, where should we start? God, which one to even start with? Um, whatever is nearby, I guess. We can just do that. He's not at any of these, and I guess maybe, do you think he would have tried going to the hedge maze? Thinking there's a way back? It's possible. Let's go. Ah, oh, God. And she's just gonna, like, try to call him. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. They have, they shared numbers. <laughs> Nia, make a charm roll for me. Okay. Let's call it a difficulty of five. That's a six. There's several rings, and then you hear Kevin pick up. Hello? Hey, where you at? Uh, and you, like, very much is like clearly not <laughs> responding and just my room. Okay, cool. Are tapped twice if you're being recorded or you're being watched. Are you in danger? Actually, just are you in danger? Let's just start with that. N no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be fine. All right, sounds good because I don't think you're at your room right now. No, I just said I was. Okay. Yeah, sounds, sounds great. I'll see you tomorrow then. Probably not. Yikes. We're, I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know if you're just trying to run away right now. Just uh, be careful. Let us help. I don't, you know what? Give me, give me the phone. Okay, okay, I'm going to give Luna the phone now. Bye. And then hands over the phone. Kevin, tell me exactly where you are. If you do not, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. That's not, that's not nice. Make a charm roll for me, difficulty of four. Oh, yeah. My charm's not very high. Charm's a D4. Come on, baby. Gotten so many ones uh, I I could spend two token two birthday tokens here to make it a three. They wants to say anything else. Yeah, I, I'll spend one adversity, which yeah, because of loyal. Oh, you only have to spend one because loyal gives me a one to two ratio. Okay, cool. So I'll just spend one. Yeah, I think the support is like after saying like that's mean, and she'll take a deep sigh and move over towards the phone. He's like, Yeah, she'll do it. She will do it. <laughs> You hear him stammer a little bit on the other, and then he says, I'm going through those underground passages. There's some guys that told me that they know how to get me back home, so I'm on my way to meet up with them. What? No. What if they're lying? Or, we'll be right there. 
Okay, I, I'm gonna go, though. I, I don't want to be turned over to, like, shadow creatures. We're... Kevin, we're not turning you over to shadow creatures. We're gonna protect you, okay? But you're not gonna let... You're not gonna let Raleigh's boyfriend die, are you? I mean, if you can protect me, can't you protect him? We need to do both. But, like, why do I need to be here? I just want to go home, Luna. It's your choice if you want to go home. But can you please wait for us? I won't hold you. But can you please wait for us? What if these people are working for the shadow people? Let Just wait for us, okay? Okay. I can meet you at, like, where do you want to meet up? I'm, like, almost to the outside of the tunnel that I'm in. Which tunnel did you take? I don't know how he'd tell you, but he, like, describes which tunnel it is. Yeah, I mean, so he can just think of the entrance. Maybe there's, like, little, like, little letters by it. Like, different entrances have, like, A, B, C, D, S. Yeah, I think he'd, like, describe it well enough that you'd be able to find him. Okay, let's go there. And then I guess when I don't hang up the phone because it's not my phone, that's rude. But when the phone is hanged <laughs> up, I think Luna will say, like, we can't force him we can't force him to stay here but i d we don't know if he's yeah, even going home. i want to be there and see who they're talking who he's talking to and see if it works because we might if he does end up going home we might be able to push the shadow creatures to go get him in that other world new jersey right we can have him mm -hmm. be there. We can have the shadow creatures there, and then we can try getting Tracon. Does that sound okay? We should have all the information, right? I'm worried about what if they succeed getting him. But then again, like, why haven't they yeah, succeeded one, getting him already? One step at a time. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know. Anyone else going to question the fact that there might be people living under the school? Yeah, I've been trying not to think about that. Uh, well, I mean, it's we'll part two. Burn that bridge when we get to it. Yeah. All right, come on. We need to. Yeah, let's let's go downstairs. Like, it looks like Neo really wanted to go down there in like a big rush and was about to summon a horse, but then horses aren't amazing around stairs. <laughs> well, we'll walk downstairs. <laughs> 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 All right. look like a some sort of <laughs> horseless person. So yeah, as you all make your way down into the tunnels underneath the school, I think like these tunnels seem they're very clearly made by someone. They're not like they're not like hastily carved out or anything like that these have the proper support beams and like they're made out of placed stone and masonry like these were put in by design you all find your way down into them as you step along the lights or torches on the walls do light up to provide you light similar to how one might assume automatic lights work in the real world is there any sort of like conversation or anything going on as you all traverse through these tunnels or are you all just walking along what's the sort of mood here i think luna's quiet thinking and very anxious but hasn't let go of nia's hand unless nia pulled it or told her told her to let go. No, I, I think Nia's just cool with it. In her head, like, this is almost way more comfy than the library to her. She feels like in her element. So it's just sword out, glowing like it was in Dungeon Night, as if using the sword as, like, a wonderful uh, luminescent flashlight. And just, like, humming, like, a happy tune to herself as she's just taking this as almost like a weeknight stroll. Yeah. What about Raleigh? <laughs> I think 
Raleigh casts a light spell, but on Scooter, who's like holding up the rear. So there's (laughs) just like this glowing possum behind them. I love it. He was probably quiet for most of the time. And I think until he finally just, he can't resist blurting out. I broke into the back section of the library. Deal with that later. Wait. Is there anything we should do right now? Like, did you... Did, did you let out a ghost or some curse that we need to take care of before this? Or is this something we can figure out later? Oh, no, nothing really bad happened. I just don't like keeping okay. secrets. Okay. I grab Raleigh and hug him close. Thank you Aww. for being my friend. I care about you. Thank you, too. And it gives you, like, a really, like, <laughs> as strong as a hug as Raleigh can manage. And then he whispers, I learned some crazy magic. And now he's just going to, if you don't drop him, he's just going to hang off your back. I'm not dropping him. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else that you all want to talk about, do, or accomplish before the plot advances? Yeah, I I think just along the way, Nia's just like, yeah, so uh, if those are some pretty sick spells or like methods, you should share with the class. But like, if you found some ways to like beef up magic, I am always down for that. Share the deets. Uh, And then after seeing that's a huge book, she'll be like, "Uh, no. uh, (laughs) Raleigh didn't take the book with. No, he didn't. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Uh, Never mind. It's actually like advanced like hexes and stuff. It's more like charm stuff. Uh, I don't think that's really your thing. And uh, before too terribly much longer after that, you all see Kevin in the hallway in front of you. I think he's like, he's still standing. He's doing the like back on the wall, one foot down the other, like on the wall that he's leaning against. And... His arms are down at his side, but one of them is doing, like, the stem taps, where it's, like, he'll tap his fingers against the wall from, like, thumb to pinky, and then back the other way, just to keep his mind busy. He does not seem to notice you all as you're getting closer. And we keep getting closer. I think if we're getting to the point where we're getting very close, hey, Kevin... You good there, Kevin? Hey, Kev. Yeah, I, I, sorry, I'm what on my mind right now. Where did you meet these people? They were out in the hedge maze when I was investigating to see if I could go back to where I came from. Are they students? No, he said that the school didn't like people like him. Do you know what that means? Luna, as you ask him that question, you see another figure enter into your view within this tunnel. And you notice that walking up on the other side of Kevin is your uncle. Currently in human form. Nia draws the sword. (laughs) Get behind me. No, he he said he's, he's gonna... my uncle and he wants to kill me. Get behind me now. Don't listen to her, Kevin. Just come along with me and everything will be nice and easy. I can take you to where you belong. Yeah, how are you going to get to New Jersey, uncle? Deal. Do you even know where New Jersey is? I don't. I don't even know where Old Jersey is. Of course you wouldn't know. You didn't stick around long enough to learn anything before running off to this wretched place. Hey, I would like to do something and I want to do it. What's it in secret? There's a word. You say when you're trying to do something without no one noticing? Subtly. Subtly, I would like to cast a spell where I want all the sound that's happening here to go to the headmistress. 
I want her to hear everything that's happening here. Okay. What do you think is the duration of this magic? Probably, I would say it's not for an hour, maybe. All right. And is this something that Luna has done before? I think she knows of the spell. No, yeah, she has. She's done like communication spells. Not a lot, but she has. I'm looking to see if you've got a particular stat you think. I think this would probably be a flight magic roll. Let's call it flight magic difficulty. And let's set it at a 12. Flight, I believe, is my d20. It's this, this, that's what I was saying, this type of magic. I think she's done it so that she puts the spell on things and to, on the, around her family to hear what they were saying about her in general. That so she's makes usually sense. done to hear, and then right now she's doing it so that someone else can hear. Oh, I didn't do the magic, the magic thingy. That's a 13, but let me do the magic roll anyways. That's a thirteen. All right. So, like, what's this look like? How does it manifest here? Uh, here, I think maybe a tiny glint in her pendant. And wherever the headmistress is, I think, like, an orb of sound appears in front of her. And, like, it ripples, like, the light ripples around it as voices happen here. And it's a one way. So he looks at the group of you and just says, Kevin, what reason do you have to believe the pup? Just come along with us. We'll take Kevin. you back home and everything can go the way it needs to. I have a question. Wasn't Kevin there when my uncle tried to kill us the first time? He was. He is in human form right now, though. That, Kevin, and you saw him. That was the big wolf. That's my uncle. He wants to kill you. He's, no, he said he's going to help me get home. Kevin, you can't trust strangers. Especially meeting under the, in these tunnels. If I hadn't, if you hadn't told me that the entrance was, and I say where the entrance is, we would never have gotten here, Kevin. This is dangerous. I think you hear him growl, and, like, the way he growls, because, like, we've been very particular about not dead naming Luna up until this point. I think the growl that he uses mm. is what Luna's dead name would have been, like, in Werewolf. Luna's body immediately tends us up even more, and I think she just growls back. And you see him start transforming as he just says, shut up. You're I'm, ruining everything. I am going to transform as well. And that's where we're ending for this week. Hi. Werewolf fight. Werewolf fight. Probably <laughs> just pulling out popcorn in the corner. Nah, he's gonna smash another bottle. <laughs> Magically manifests a bottle of root beer to smash against the wall. If you All like right. what you heard, be sure to follow the Elliot Andrews Productions Twitter at Elliot Presents. You can find links to all of our Twitters and various other sources of support for us such as Discord, Patreon, and our merch store down in the show notes. And until next time, remember that being bisexual, that's magical. Love y'all. Fade in on Harbor Vale. A sleepy town in coastal Maine. Its residents continually harrowed by an unyielding mist that intrudes from the Atlantic. And, much like the town, veiled by this persistent precipitation, its residents veil secrets of their own. Secrets of an ancestral curse and the desire to embrace it. 
Secrets of Justice, distributed in the shadows. Secrets of newfound duty and a life left behind. Secrets of bestial instinct, clawing its way to the surface. And as we cast our eyes towards these silent secrets, we shall delve even deeper into what truly transpires down by the bay. These Silent Secrets is a Monster Hearts 2 actual play podcast.